0: Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, July 10th, and that means it's time for the Sports in the Smokies edition of Morning in the Mountains here on the Mountain Fun Life channel. Hey, I'm Rich Haley, and it's nice to be here with all of you talking about sports because we've got some sports to talk about, which is kind of nice for a change. And I can already see we've got a couple of people online. Good morning, Thomas Rimmer. Hope you're doing great. I know you're enjoying watching your Cavaliers play. And we're going to talk a lot about that as we move on through the show. A couple of things that we're going to be doing today: we're going to go through all the different sports that we have uh, available. Many different sports are coming back online. Major League Baseball is coming back in a couple of weeks. Major League Soccer, same story. The NBA and a couple sports like NASCAR and the UCF are already on the on the move. So we are getting back to a more normal sports season which is kind of nice for you know someone like me who talks about sports for a living. So let's go ahead and break into this right off the bat and we're gonna start with the NBA. So the NBA is coming back and their games will start on July 30th. Now they're doing a, a season completely differently. They're playing all of their games at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex in Orlando, Florida. They're going to be playing, each team will play eight games and uh, there are 22 teams that are participating in total. They'll each play eight games and that will determine the tournament seating. So if you think about it, it's the eight game regular season. At that point, on August 15th, they'll start the play-in tournament to get the last couple of uh, teams in for the tournament. And the first round of the playoffs start on August 17th. Again, all these games will be played in Orlando. And as of right now, there will be no spectators. So they're going to maintain social distancing by playing in empty arenas. Uh, The playoffs will run through September 30th uh, when the NBA finals for this season will start. And Game 7 will be on October 12th if that is needed. All the teams that are participating travel to Orlando on different days. They're doing a lot of testing to make sure that they're okay as far as COVID is concerned. Uh, For example, they have to have two negative tests before they get on the chartered aircraft to go down to Orlando, and once they get to Orlando, they take another test. The teams are going to be sequestered in a uh, Disney Resort. I believe it is Beach Club, not 100% certain on that, but they will have that entire resort to themselves and they will stay there for the duration of the season. So they will stay safe, they will stay isolated, and if by some chance any of the players, coaches, or staff come down with COVID, they will be moved to another area and kept in isolation uh, while they recover. So they're doing everything they can to take care of the players, and take care of the coaches and all the rest of the staff putting on the nba season so it's going to be a short and very very intense season for the nba major league soccer changing gears here major league soccer is also coming back and they're doing something very very similar to the nba in that they're going to be playing all of their games also at the espn wide world of sports complex and will be sequestered in the Swan and Dolphin Hotels at Disney World. If you're starting to notice the theme here, NBA and the MLS are definitely taking advantage of the Disney connections there with ABC and ESPN. So, the Major League Soccer is starting off with the MLS's back tournament, which will be held in Orlando, like I said. The tournament winner goes to the 2021 CONCACAF Champions League for uh, that tournament play. But after the tournament is completed, MLS is planning on going back to regular play at their home stadiums. Now again, while they're in Orlando, same thing that was going on with the NBA will be going on for the Major League Soccer players. They will be sequestered in a resort and they will play games in uh, empty stadiums, which should be familiar for them, kind of, to be honest right so that's the mls that's the nba we've also got more sports coming back uh ufc has been back for a while they've been running events again in two different arenas one in jacksonville and in new in uh, las vegas again no spectators to limit exposure and dana white has done everything he can uh president of ufc to make sure that his staff, his trainers, and his fighters are all protected. And UFC has a little bit of an advantage over the other sports in that it is not a team activity, it is an individual activity. They do have their trainers, they do have their uh, corner men, but you've only got somewhere between say 16 and 24 uh, athletes in each competition instead of 40 or more. So it makes the logistics a little bit easier. But Dana White, being the gentleman that he is, is not content with just doing these small events in Jacksonville and Las Vegas. They have set up what they call Fight Island in Abu Dhabi out in uh, the Middle East. And it is a small pleasure island. It's got a couple of amusement parks and things like that on it. And they have set up an area strictly to hold UFC events. And they've got four events scheduled there so far for the remainder of the year. As the COVID-19 situation progresses, um, they may schedule some more out there. They may come back and start performing in regular arenas or a mix of both. If the Fight Island concept proves to be popular, it may be something that they continue on throughout uh, their, their season. Uh, Let's see, we've got a couple of comments and I'll take a break and hit those. Thomas Rimmer, really enjoyed watching the Cavaliers. They are playing together like all teams should and having fun. Yes, they are. Uh, And just a quick preview before we uh, hit the uh, East Tennessee High School Baseball League. Cavaliers are undefeated at nine and O. They've got a big test coming up this week, but if they get past it, they're looking like they could go undefeated throughout the regular season and enter the tournament with that first round by. So they are definitely having a good season. By the way, Thomas, tell your mother I said hi. And Craig Bummerstedt has a comment. Craig, that's something that we have done. Craig has asked that we cover fishing and do segments covering the fishing. We've done that a little bit in the past and we will do more of that in the future because I know a lot of fishermen are out there and uh, would like to see that covered. So Craig, let me know if you're talking about local fishing conditions, or if you're wanting to cover a Bass Pro and things like that, and we will make sure to include that in the future. All right, so moving on from the UFC, let's talk about NASCAR. NASCAR has been racing for several weeks, and they've taken a different approach from the NBA and MLS. Instead of centralizing their operations completely, they're going to tracks in states that are comfortable with having Major sporting events. So, what that's doing for us is NASCAR has completely revamped their schedule. They just now released on Wednesday their schedule for the rest of August, uh, and they already had July set up. And there's some interesting changes coming up for us, especially interest right here, is that this coming Wednesday, July 15th, NASCAR comes to Bristol for the All Star race. Now this is a huge change because the all-star race is usually held in Charlotte. So it's usually on a speedway. Now it's going to be on a short track, which should make it very, very interesting and very different. So on Wednesday the 15th, they've got two races. There's the all-star open where they fill the last few spots in the field of the all-star race from this open competition. Then they have the full race uh, that will take place again I believe it is uh, scheduled for 2.30 on Wednesday, maybe later than that. I'll uh, check on that and we'll post it online for you. So it's going to be interesting that All-Star Open is 85 laps long and then they will have the full All-Star Race in Bristol. If you are a Bristol Fall Race fan, do not worry because they'll be back in September for the Fall Race here in Bristol. So that means Bristol will have, I believe, a total of four races this season. As far as spectators go, you need to check out the NASCAR website to find out which races are selling tickets. They did try to plan it so that most of the venues that they went to would be able to sell tickets to spectators. With the evolving COVID-19 situation, some of that has changed a little bit, but if you go to the NASCAR website, www.nascar.com, you can check out the schedule and find out which races are open for uh Spectators. Next up, Major League Baseball is coming back. Now, Major League Baseball coming back, if you followed that at all, you know it was a very, very contentious negotiation between the owners and the players on the format of how they would come back, what they would do, how they would play out their season, and what would happen going forward. So, I don't know to say that it was an actual agreement or if it was the owners just saying, we've heard your concerns, this is what we're going with, please accommodate it. Either way, we have a season, the players are getting ready, and uh, that starts on July 23rd. And July 24th will be the opening days for all of the teams. They will be playing at their normal uh, home facilities and traveling back and forth. But to make sure that uh, they minimize the risk of exposure and infection, they've changed the schedule quite a bit. There's only gonna be 60 games total for the regular season. Each team will play primarily within their own division or against other teams in the same geographic area. So National League East teams could play American League East teams, minimizing the travel as much as possible. There will also be some uh, designated rivalry matches that will involve longer travel, but to try to keep some of the traditional matchups uh, in the schedule. According to the schedule released, they're going to play sixty six games or sixty games over sixty six days, which means the end of the regular season will be around september twenty sixth. So, We're looking at the end of the regular season somewhere in that neighborhood. Major League Baseball has not released dates or format for the playoffs yet, so we don't know exactly what's going to happen there. But as soon as they do decide what's going on, and I believe what they're waiting on is to see how things develop as far as COVID-19 so that they can have as normal an experience as possible. But with this short schedule, instead of 162 games, they're only playing 60. Every game becomes a high-stakes matchup. And it's going to be very interesting watching the managers work their teams and use the resources that they have for a very shortened season, getting themselves ready for the playoffs. So that's all of the sports that are coming back. Speaking of coming back, we're going to step away for a couple of commercials. When we get back, we're going to talk local area sports specifically the East Tennessee High School Baseball League. We've had a lot of great action over the last week, and we will talk about that, show you where the standings are, and give you a little bit of a preview of what's coming in the future. So don't go anywhere, hang out, we'll be right back, and we'll talk East Tennessee High School Baseball League in just a minute.
1: Well, you can't watch Mountain Fun Live while you're driving, but you can listen to us. Mountain Fun Live is now streaming through most major podcast apps. Just search Mountain Fun Life, Ooh, real choose an episode, and I subscribe minute. so you don't miss a thing.
0: You want to come back? Yeah, I'll do another one. All right. I, whoops! The uh, social did not reset. I still got. back. I told you it'd be quick. So we're going to move more towards local. And Craig gave me his answer to the question. And he said covering a little of both would be great, but focusing on the local conditions and then throwing in some of the Bass Pro Tournament. So we will look at that. We do have a monthly digest that we talk about, but uh, I'm going to develop some other sources and we'll get some more uh, local and current fishing condition reports for you. So And if anybody else is out here watching and you have requests for different sports to cover, different local events, absolutely. Send us a message here at Mountain Fun Life Channel and we are all about local sports and serving our community. So as as much as I love talking about the national sports, local is where I live. Speaking of, let's change gears. We are going to the East Tennessee High School Baseball League. Uh, Again, Garza Law, the presenting sponsor, thank you to them so much for covering this uh, event and for sponsoring it and for helping us cover it. Thank you also to our sponsor, Shade Savers, who has sponsored a lot of the webcasts that we've put on, and we've been having a blast covering this. So this has been an interesting week as far as what happened on the field. And just looking at some of the results that I have here, couple of the interesting games. We covered the Lumber Kings of Seymour taking on the South Doyle Knights and that was a pivotal game in the league since both of those teams had a share uh, in the top standings and it turned out to be not so very close of a game as the Lumber Kings utterly dominated the Knights 11 to 3. The uh, follow-up games on that day were the Kodak Wildcats taking on both Hardin Valley teams, the Valley Hawks and the Knox Hawks. It did not go well for the Wildcats on either of those games. Another interesting game on Wednesday, the uh, Sevier County Cavaliers took on the uh, Hardin Valley Valley Hawks. Now the Valley Hawks are the JV edition of Hardin Valley Academy. Uh, they do have a couple of varsity players on there. They did blend the roster slightly. But more or less, that's their JV team. And at the end of the first inning, the Valley Hawks had a one to nothing lead over Sevier County, which was quite the surprise. Now, obviously, it didn't last, and the Cavaliers came out on top 10-3. to three. Other interesting game on uh, Thursday, yesterday. Yeah, that was an interesting one, the Cavaliers and the Gorillas. Uh, gorillas from Gatlinburg, Cavaliers from Sevier County, uh, natural rivals and the Gorillas who have struggled mightily this season having only one win managed to get four runs on the Cavaliers. Uh, final score on that was nine to four. So the Gorillas did everything that they could and played in a very good baseball game for them. So that being said, let's look at the standings. And we'll bring those up here. And looking at the standings, we've got Sevier County, like I mentioned before, on top at 9-0. And Sevier County has just dominated this season. Uh, They've had a couple of close matches, but really they've never been in a lot of trouble. Following right behind them, but two games back as far as number of games played, is the Seymour Lumber Kings. They're the only other undefeated team in the league right now at 6-0-1. So they're playing very good baseball. They had that early, early tie, and uh, that's keeping them from uh, an unblemished record. But they've got strong pitching. They're playing very well. They very easily could challenge Sevier County. They play against each other in one of the last games before the playoffs begin, and that's going to be a very, very interesting matchup. Uh, third place, the Hardin Valley Knoxhawks. Hawks, like we mentioned, those are the Hardin Valley Academy uh, varsity players for the most part, 7-1-1. One, one. They lost against the Sevier County Cavaliers, so that's dropping them back. Then the rest of the top six, South Doyle at 6-2, Morristown at 4-3-1, and, and then Jefferson County at 3-3-2. Three, three, so what's what's happening next? We've got more games over the next two weeks than after those games starting on Friday, or excuse me, Thursday of not this coming week, but the week after we start the playoffs. Very quick season for these guys. The playoffs, what happens is team number one, team number two, those seeds get a bye in the first round of the tournament. So they get to take a day off as teams two and six, and 3 and 4 or yeah 3 and 6 and 4 and 5 play each other for the right to play seeds 1 and 2 so those two games will happen on the first round second round will be the winner of those games taking on the first and second seeds and then the winners of those two games will play a three game series best of 3 if necessary they'll play on monday to determine the uh, the uh, winner of the division. This is all inside the Western Division here playing at Smoky Stadium. The other half of the East Tennessee High School Baseball League is up in Johnson City and Elizabethton. They're going to be doing the same thing. They're going to be following the same format, six teams going into the playoffs, and they're going to have one winner, and at the end of that, we have a best of five series for the inaugural champions of the East Tennessee High School Baseball League. So that's all coming up in the next three weeks. It's gonna be very exciting, very busy, and we will be bringing you almost every playoff game here on Mountain Fun Life channel. So I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be very exciting, and we're gonna have a lot of baseball for you as we move forward. Next up, staying with the East Tennessee High School Baseball League, Got to give some congratulations to Jonathan Webster, who was selected as the uh, GFL Environmental Player of the Week for the East Tennessee High School Baseball League in Week 4. Jonathan plays for Northview Academy, plays for the Kodak Wildcats, and he had an outstanding week batting for 857 average with seven runs batted in, four triples, and four runs scored. So he had an excellent week. So congratulations to Jonathan on your selection as the player of the week. Well done, congratulations to the Kodak Wildcats. And what we're going to do next, that kind of wraps up the East Tennessee High School baseball action. So we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back with a few words, wrap it this up and let you get moving for your Friday. This is Rich Haley on the Mountain Fun Life channel and we'll see you in just a second. Music
1: Are you a Hitchcock fan? Do you like a good suspense thriller? Then I have a couple of great books for you. Hello, I'm Joe Moore, TV host on Mountain Fun Life channel and international multi-award winning author. Almost 60 years ago, Alfred Hitchcock scared audiences with The Birds. I picked up the story and wrote the next two chapters in this saga, Return of the Birds and my award-winning sequel, Revenge of the Birds. Available in hardcover, softcover, and digitally, both books can be purchased wherever fine books are sold or even autographed through the northpolepress.com. You have my promise, these books will keep you up at night.
0: (laughs) All right, we are back. Welcome back, Rich Haley here on the Mountain Fun Life channel here, Sports in the Smokies edition of Morning in the Mountains. Glad you hung out with us. Remember that we do have these shows going on all week long with Frank and Kira on Mondays and Thursdays and Santa Joe and Mrs. Claus on Tuesday, Jim and James on Wednesday. And here's an important programming note, soon as we get finished here shortly afterwards, we're going to find out if Jim and James were able to beat the CC's Pizza Challenge. That monster pizza, and if you've watched the video, you know from what we saw, it looked like James was about ready to tap out, but Jim was still powering forward. Did they finish? Hang on after this, and their podcast showing what happened at the end of that challenge will be on right after we get done here. Thanks so much for watching. We will not be here next week. I get to go on vacation with my kids to the beach. So we will not have a Friday sports in the Smokies. We may do a best of, or I might even just call in from the beach if I'm really, really dedicated and the boss gives me a big enough check. But don't count on that. So we may not be here next week, but everybody else will be 10 o'clock morning in the mountains every day. Always some good information for you to have. Uh, Always something new to see and do here in the Smokies as we move forward. We did go through the new mask, uh, mandatory masks here in Sevier County and that starts up today. You can find the policy on the Sevier County government website. Basically it's if you're indoors in a public space and you can't maintain social distancing, you need to go ahead and wear a mask. So we're doing everything we can to keep all of our visitors safe from COVID-19 and try to get this thing over with so we can go back to a more normal existence. So we're going to take care of ourselves. You take care of yourself. We will see you're here. We're happy to have you come out and enjoy some of the beautiful areas that we have here. And for Craig, I'll get you some fishing information the next time we're on. Promise you that. All right, everybody. This has been Rich Haley for the Mountain Fun Life channel here on Morning in the Mountains. Thanks so much for watching. Remember, like and share as much as possible. The more viewers we get, the more hits we get the more stuff that we can do and the more information we can bring to you. So thanks for watching. I will see you in two weeks. Everybody be safe, be happy, and have a great time here in the Smokies. Thanks a lot, and I'll see you later.